0: What's up, motherfuckers? This is episode 100. Can you believe it? The goal of this podcast is to teach you insults, swear words, slang, idioms, phrases that you're not allowed to say in public without getting in trouble. That is what this episode is about. And in this episode, I have 25 sexy, bad words to teach you. And I'm so pumped to do it. Before we start the podcast, please check out my website, littlesealenglish.com. I have an ebook that you can download for free. Well, in exchange, you give me your email address and I'm going to email you sporadically with quick tips about English and offers and all that sort of stuff. But apart from your email address, it's free. So sign up. I would love it. I'm trying to build up my business. So help me out. And. Apart from that, just sit back, relax, grab a pen and paper, get ready to laugh, and uh, I sincerely hope, well I know for fact, you're going to learn a lot of new English, a lot of new slang in this particular episode. Here we go. Hello, 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 welcome. What's happening? I can't believe that this is episode 100 and that is absolutely wild. To think. You know, I began making podcasts in 2020. My goals were simple. I just wanted to teach more people English. No ulterior motive, nothing else. I just wanted more people to learn. Okay, well, there was an ulterior motive. I want to get rich. But obviously, a language learning podcast is probably not the way to go in order to get rich, but I'm still doing it. I do have many other goals, like to set up a transcript subscription service, an online school, courses, the works. But it's not easy to find the time. You know, if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know there are periods where I disappear. Periods where I don't post anything for a long period of time. And that's because there have been times throughout the last couple of years where I've been swamped, way too busy with my day job and other commitments to devote more time to little sale English. Believe me when I say it's frustrating. There is nothing more than I would love than to be able to live off Little Seal English. And that is still the main goal for me. That is the goal, to turn Little Seal English into a business that can sustain me and my lifestyle. And that is why, not in this episode, but in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about upcoming courses ebooks, and a few, few other projects I have going on. But this podcast, this, this particular episode is the first of many dedicated to my favorite swear words. Now, had I been organized, I would have had this ready to go. I would have categorized it I would have broken it up into slang, idioms, expressions, swear words, and of course insults. But I'm not very organized like that. I, I don't plan out that far ahead as I should. But this episode is going to teach you maybe 10 or 20 different examples of slang, swears, insults, rude idioms, bad words, the, the lot... Now, there's no way I could do 101 podcast. Well, there is, but it would be a very long podcast. So that's why I'm going to break it up over several different podcasts. And today, like I said, well, we'll just get to it, shall we? So, oh, please also note that the list of swears is not in any particular order. It's not like number one is my favorite and number 100 is my least favorite. Like I said, they are in no particular order at all. So where do we start? Well, I think a great one to start with is one that I actually said today when I was driving. So this is number one, folks. Get a pen, paper, you might wanna write it down. So I was driving today and some dickhead cut me off. Dickhead is not the one, but that's later on. But some dickhead cut me off when I was driving. And so when I was driving, I said, I hope you piss needles, yeah. That's a very rough one. So number one, I hope you piss needles. That's a wonderful insult. That's an insult that everyone can relate to. Why? Because everyone needs to piss at some point. And needles. We all know what a needle is. It's like a sharp object. A very, very, very sharp object. You can use a needle for extracting blood, for injecting drugs, or even for just uh, upholstery, for like clothes and stuff. So a needle. So if I say... I hope you piss needles, that means I want you to have great pain in the future. I want you, like the next time you take a piss, the next time you go to the toilet, it's going to hurt. Because there's needles coming out of you. So, say it after me. I hope you piss needles, motherfucker. Good job. (sighs) I do really, really, really love that one. It's fantastic. And you know, you can change the you for he or she. I hope she pisses needles. I hope he pisses needles. And when I was driving, I shouted that. Obviously, the person couldn't hear me. I I probably wouldn't say it face to face to a person. You're, You're looking for trouble if you do that. Now, number two, this is a phrase that we can use to describe a person who is incredibly boring. Describe someone who puts you to sleep when they talk to describe a person who every time they open their mouth you feel the energy being drained from you that person has as much charisma as a beige wall a beige wall beige being the most plain and boring color in the history of colors and so if you say oh there's ronin he has as much charisma as a beige wall it's obviously incredibly negative the person has no charisma no character not fun to talk to they put you to sleep with just by talking so that person has as much charisma as a beige wall number three do you ever meet someone you don't like have you ever met someone who's really pissed you off how do you tell a friend about that or what do you say to the person's face Here's a great one if you're having an argument for someone. I envy people who don't know you. I envy people who do not know you. And that is number three today. Oh man, look, I envy people who don't know you. You're a motherfucker. Piss off. Oh God, I envy people who don't know him. He is the most annoying person in the world. It must be a joy to never have met him before. So you know, a lot of these words, phrases, idioms, slang, insults, whatever we're talking about, they can be used either to talk to a person directly or to talk about a person behind their back because that's what we do, we're petty. You know, we're petty little sons of bitches here. And we might wanna talk about a person and I might get home to my wife and be like, gosh, I envy you. And she's like, why? Well, you've never met my boss, for example. I'm actually very lucky, I have a great boss. But if you don't, you could use that phrase. So that was number three, yes. Now, so number four, (laughs) this is a pretty bad one. (sighs) If I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have farted. Yes, that's a horrible one, isn't it? If I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have farted. The fart, yes, that thing that you blow air out of your ass and might make a noise sometimes. Sometimes it smells, sometimes it doesn't. It is what it is. But if I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have farted. Now fuck off. Get out of my sight. Very, very rude, obviously. And if you say that to a person, you're basically saying, I don't care about your opinion. I don't care about what you said. None of it fucking matters. Leave me alone. So if I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have farted. You know, you could say that about many things. Let's be honest. If there's a politician talking... You could say to one of your friends, turn the TV. Look, if I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have fired it. Turn the channel. I have no interest in listening to the president, for instance. So if you are with your friends and there's somebody talking, someone being boisterous, someone being loud, if you're in a bar and there's a guy whose voice just echoes throughout, turn to your friend and say, God, I wish he'd shut up. If I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have fucking fired it, you know? So a really, really good way to use it. Don't use it, well you can if you want, to directly to the person, it's up to you. But a good one to say, I have no interest in listening to that person anymore. So that was number four. Now, number five. Go piss up a rope. Go piss up a rope. I have no idea where this one comes from. But I have heard it quite a bit. And I have used it. Once or twice, maybe. Oh, go piss up a rope. And it basically just means like, piss off, leave me alone, don't bother me. Not a massive insult, but, you know, if you say it to a person, they are going to understand that you do not want to talk to them. So go piss up a rope for number five. This next one is one of my favourites. Absolutely one of my favourites. And very similar to number one, to piss needles. I hope you shit a pineapple. To shit a pineapple. Yes, absolutely beautiful one. 100% one of my favourites. God, I hope you piss needles and I hope you shit a pineapple. Combine the two of them. Why not get creative when you're using these bad words, this slang, these idioms, these insults. God, I hope he shits a pineapple. So if I'm driving and you cut me off, you bet I'm gonna say, I hope you piss needles or I hope you shit a pineapple. Now, it's very important that you say pineapple, but of course you could change it for something. You can absolutely change it. What else could you hope a person shits? A hedgehog. That is a very popular one. So let's put that one for number six. So number five, I hope you shit a pineapple. And number six, I hope you shit a hedgehog hedgehog is like the small animal that has spikes on it back, on its back, it's very sharp spikes, and it just curls up into a ball when it's under threat. So, you, sir, I hope you shit a pineapple. I hope you piss needles, and after that, I hope you shit a hedgehog. You just want the person to feel pain. You know, you're, you're not telling them the fuck off directly, but you're letting them know, oh, I hope you have a terrible, terrible day. So that was number five and number six, I believe. One, two, three, four, five, six and seven, excuse me. Number six, I hope you shit a pineapple. Number seven, I hope you shit a hedgehog. God, we're going through these insults beautifully. Okay, now to move on to number eight. Number eight, (laughs) go scratch your ass with a broken bottle. Oh, very vivid right there. Go scratch your ass with a broken bottle. So when would you say that? Oh, you'd say that when someone pisses you off. You know, context is very important for all of these. Like you can say it to a friend, I go scratch your ass with a broken bottle, I'm not fucking helping you, for instance. Or if you're really pissed off with a person, you could literally say it to them, say it to their face, you should go scratch your ass with a broken bottle. And that might be one you say to someone in passing, you know if someone's insulting you and they're walking away and you want the last word you could shout that at them so go scratch your ass with a broken bottle motherfucker god it's a good one now number 9 this is a whew, this is a hefty one I'm not going to lie and I've never used it in seriousness I've used it in jokes and stuff like that but it's like uh, yeah it's a, it's a big one in fact the the next four of them the next four insults are are pretty Pretty up there, in my opinion, in terms of uh, being bad and in terms of getting you in trouble and in terms of being completely inappropriate. So, number nine. (laughs) I've never said this on video, but, or on recording or whatever it may be. (sighs) The best part of you ran down your father's leg. (laughs) It's fucking horrible. It is disgusting. It is absolutely horrid. The best part of you ran down your father's leg. That is referring to the moment you were conceived. And I'm sorry for putting that image in your head, folks. But if you say to someone, the best part of you ran down your father's leg, that means when your father, Jesus Christ, when your father ejaculated, some of it went down his leg and that was the best part of you. The rest of it went into your mother and formed a human, for example. But the best part of you is on your father's leg absolutely disgusting rank horrible you are certainly going to get a reaction if you say that and you are absolutely certainly going to get a huge reaction like massive violent reaction you're going to grab everyone's attention if you say that one number 10 very similar you should have been swallowed you motherfucker should have been swallowed disgusting isn't it it's horrible but these are all very creative insults you should have been swallowed and uh, unfortunately you weren't swallowed and now you're human and that's a problem for everyone so number nine the best part of you ran down your father's leg number ten you should have been swallowed number eleven you are a walking advertisement for and there's going to be eleven and twelve here number eleven you are a walking advertisement for Jurex. Number 12, you are a walking advertisement for abortion clinics. So, two options there Jurex or abortion clinics. Jurex is um, a well known contraception company, Jurex, like Trojan or something. They produce condoms. And if you say you're a walking advertisement for Jurex, it's pretty self explanatory. All Jorex needs to do is put a picture of you on a billboard and Jorex underneath it and we'll get the message because everyone fucking hates you. And we only wish your parents had a condom instead of actually producing you. So you are a walking advertisement for Jorex. You are a walking advertisement for abortion clinics. An abortion clinic is a place you go to get an abortion. And if you want to advertise it, what should you do? Put a picture of your ugly mug on a fucking billboard and everyone will get the picture that if you're not careful, you might produce a human like this. So, those very, very bad ones. Number nine, the best part of you ran down your father's leg. Number 10, you should have been swallowed. Number 11, you are a walking advertisement for Jurex. And number 12, you are a walking advertisement For abortion clinics all right let's move on to something less offensive you know there's times when you just want to dismiss a person there's times when you just want the person to leave you alone or something and in those cases there you can say go play in traffic go play in traffic you know that's um when you when you were kids I don't know what it's like where you're from but where I'm from there was always ads on TV and it's like don't play in traffic and that just means do not play on the road Cars will come around the corner and kill you or hit you, for instance. So if you say to a person, go play in traffic, you want them to go and play in traffic and hopefully get hit by a car and die. Oh, would you just go and play in traffic? Go play in traffic. Adults are talking. It's a good way to dismiss a person, like I said. like Similar to piss off or something, but less less aggressive than piss off. So go play in traffic, just leave me alone, would you? Very negative. Don't get me wrong, it is negative. And it just means stop bothering me leave me alone or it can be very condescending go play in traffic adults are talking here now don't go say to a kid because they might actually go play in traffic all right that was number 13 so moving on to number 14 (laughs) this one is very common you've probably heard this one before and similar To number one for piss needles, similar to um, sitting on a pineapple or shitting a pineapple and shitting a hedgehog, eat shit and die. Number 14, eat shit and die. You know, I'm so pissed off at you. It's not enough that you eat shit. I need you to eat shit and then I need you to die. You get me? That's how much I hate you. That's how much I'm pissed off. Eat shit and die. Beautiful one to shout. It actually goes really well. Alright, practice it. Eat shit and die. You kind of take a pause like the and die. And you want to get a hard D there. So eat shit and die, motherfucker. Oh, I just hope you eat shit and die. And like I said, very popular for shouting. A lot of people will shout this one. Why? I have no idea why. Just it's easy to say. Eat shit and die. Beautiful one. That's very nice. I I really, really like that insult to eat shit and die. Easy to say. No misunderstandings. Straight to the point. First, I hope you eat shit. Then, I hope you die. So your last meal is shit. Very cruel as well. Now, speaking of eating, if you're really pissed off with someone, here's another thing you can tell them to eat. For number 15, a bag of dicks. Yeah, you should eat a bag of dicks. Oh, fuck off and eat a bag of dicks, would you? Eat a bag of dicks, motherfucker. Beautiful one there. So you want a person to eat a bag of dicks, and you could add to it, eat a bag of dicks and die. Now I've no idea where that one comes from. I guess like some, I don't know why people would say a bag of dicks, why not something else? No idea, English is a funky language, and that is just the insult that we have. Moving on to number 16, similar to like piss needles similar to shit a hedgehog shit a pineapple but not as offensive not the worst go sit on a cactus go sit on a cactus a cactus is like the plant the flower that has lots of pricks on it you know a very prickly one and it hurts a lot and if i tell you to go sit on a cactus i want you to sit down and get hurt very, very, very straightforward. Oh, go sit on a cactus. If someone is pissing you off, you can tell them to go sit on a cactus. That just means leave me alone. Stop bothering me. All that sort of stuff. Now, there's times when you want to be... How will I put this? A major dickhead. And, you know, there's times when you are pissed off with a person. And you're fed up of explaining something to a person. And you really dislike this person. Like when you see this person, your blood starts to boil immediately. You almost resent this person. And they're asking you for help or else you're getting into an argument or they keep asking you why, why, why about something. What can you say that would just dismiss them? What can you say that would get them to leave you alone? And number 17, folks, I have neither time nor crayons to explain this to you just fucking leave me alone. I have neither time nor crayons to explain this to you. Crayons are the things that children use to color in a page, like a white page. You know, you get the Crayolas usually is a popular brand and uh, children will just like scribble pictures. And so if we say I don't have the time to explain this to you, self-explanatory, that's okay, that's not bad, I don't have time to explain it to you, I'm super busy. But if you want to turn that into an insult, I don't have, I have neither the time nor crayons to explain it to you. As in, if I needed to explain this to you, I would have to have crayons and draw a fucking picture because you're a fucking imbecile child. Imbecile, there's a good insult, not part of my list, but it should be. So that's number 17 i have neither time nor crayons to explain this to you all right number 18 Uh, i love this one too it's a great one and we use the we use number 18 when we um how will i put this i say that a lot how will i put this Uh, we use number 18 when we have a choice between two options uh, or someone makes you an offer about something, to go somewhere, to do something, and you're really not interested. You know, it's like, hey Ronan, do you wanna go out tonight? Ah, oh, no, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I really have no interest. Hey, do you wanna to go to the company dinner? Oh, fuck, I have no interest in going to the company dinner. Oh, there's a Christmas party on. Yeah, I'm not really a party kind of person. And that's a really common thing. You know, there's times when I have no interest to go out, I have no interest in going out, I have no desire to hang out with people, Or, it's kinda like there's something I detest. Something I really, really, really detest and I really do not want to do or I really do not want to go. Maybe someone suggests a restaurant and for some fucking reason you hate this restaurant, you despise this restaurant, you think it's the worst restaurant in the world. Maybe someone is trying to encourage you to wear something that you really dislike So you're kind of getting the picture here it's like something you really don't want to do somewhere you really don't don't want to go and for number 18 folks i would rather shit on my hands and clap that's a very graphic one and that will let the listener know that you have no interest at all like zero 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 interest in doing that in taking a person up on their suggestion Whatever it may be. So I'd rather shit on my hands and clap than spend five more minutes talking to that asshat. Asshat, that's coming up later. But that's a great one. I'd rather shit on my hands and clap rather than blah, 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 whatever it may be, rather than wear that. Talk to him. Go visit them. Answer the phone. Go to the Christmas party. Anything, anything at all. What do you really not want to do? And you, you hate this thing so, so, so much. You despise this thing so much that you would rather take a shit on your hands and clap because you know that's going to be messy. You know it's going to be absolutely disgusting and messy. So beautiful, very visual one there. You know, you can almost picture the person clapping with shit on their hands and the mess it would make. And you would rather do that than something else that's extreme level right there folks extreme level right there. how yeah, that's good that's good. We don't need to talk about that one no more. That was number eighteen. I'd rather shit on my hands and clap, but let's look at number nineteen. <laughs> this one makes me laugh all right if you want to make a person uh, feel very uncomfortable, if you want to make a person feel like they're inadequate or they're silly or they're out of their league or something what can you say what can you say to make a person to insult the person and make them really think about it and this is a great one this is so so funny in a way but it's also going to like get the person to really think it can be funny you know this is one i would use around my friends i would have no problem saying that um i would have no problem saying it in a group context as a joke i have never said it to a person in seriousness and i don't know if i would because well maybe they are maybe they are what well coming in at number 19 folks a great question to ask a person are your parents related or something are your parents related or something absolutely beautiful beautiful insult like one of my top 10 i'd say Are your parents related or something? It's just something you said. The way you walk. You know, something's off about you. And I'm just really wondering, are your parents related? Man, are his parents related or something? Now, if you're standing with your friend and there's someone at the bar being a dickhead, being stupid, just being a little bit fucking retarded, you could say, God, are his parents related or something? I'm not sure. I I don't know what's off, but just something about him. Something about him. Would make me think that he is inbred. Inbred is the term when your parents are related, like it could be first cousins, second cousins, brother and sister, yuck, all that kind of stuff. Are your parents related or something? And that comes down to the fact that if there is a lot of inbreeding, uh, the children are usually pretty silly or dumb. I don't know the technical term, definitely not silly and definitely not dumb, but I hope you get the picture. Are your parents related? are something are his parents related are something okay and the next one to move on to number 20 and this is definitely the mildest of all of all the phrases idioms insults kind of stuff that we've spoken about today the most mild the most tame one you're going to learn today fucking marvelous fucking marvelous and that is number 20 Fucking marvellous Marvellous is amazing Sensational The best thing in the world Is marvellous But as soon as you say Fucking marvellous With my intonation the way it is That is the exact opposite That means something terrible Has happened Fucking marvellous The way I say it Fucking marvellous The fucking goes up And I kind of lower my tone on the ing. Fucking. And then when I get to marvelous, it's all downhill. Fucking marvelous. Negative. Fucking marvelous. Positive. So, two different ways to use it. Number 20, fucking marvelous. So, like, I was driving home from work today, a true story, and I got a flat tire, and I got out of my car. I look at the wheel. I see the flat tire and I said fucking marvellous great I have to deal with this now I don't have a fucking choice I need to get this done now maybe I could find out that uh, tomorrow there is no work because of a surprise holiday a fucking marvellous it's a day off absolutely wonderful delighted however I will say this this phrase is most commonly used in the negative fucking marvellous So someone might say, hey Ronan, how's your day? Oh, fucking marvellous. They kind of understand it's not good, it's bad. It's funny how we can do that. How we can change the meaning of a word entirely by our intonation, by our tone, by the way we say it. You know, that's what I do love about languages. And I do love teaching that to my students. It's one of my favourite things to teach my students. Just all the different ways that we can use our intonation to change the message about something. Oh fucking marvelous. I have to deal with this shit now. He did what? Oh fucking marvelous. Fucking fucking great word. Well, I don't think I've ever sworn as much in a podcast yet, but I'm feeling I'm feeling very natural teaching this type of podcast. You know, I'm feeling very, very, very natural about it. And I don't want to stop. That's why we're gonna to go to number 21. <laughs> number 21. Another very, very, very common insult. That we have in the English language, it has become incredibly popular in the last, I'd say, two or three years. I think there was a video that went viral online. But if you ever watch, like, fight videos online, if you ever are scrolling through Reddit and you see public freak out, or you see uh, idiots in cars and, like, people getting into street fights and stuff, you will probably hear the phrase, Pussy Ass Bitch. Pussy Ass Bitch. Number two. 21. You are a pussy ass bitch, motherfucker. What does it mean? (laughs) It just means that you're a bitch. That you're an extreme bitch. And in this case here bitch is not referring to a female dog. Hell no. In this case here, bitch is referring to a coward. Someone who's afraid to do something. A weakling. And if I say you're a pussy ass bitch it's kinda like a quantifier pussy ass bitch is not just a bitch it's a pussy ass bitch which makes no sense but it just is a much stronger insult than the regular bitch oh you're a bitch you're a pussy nah man you a pussy ass bitch a huge insult very popular today as i said you hear that one a lot I hear it a lot on the street, I hear it a lot in movies and videos and of course when I'm on Reddit and I see a fight, a public freakout or something, that one comes up a lot. Pussy, ass, bitch. And it's one that we often hear people shouting from a distance. You know, what was the one earlier that I was talking about? Eat a bag of dicks or eat shit and die. Eat shit and die is the one I was talking about earlier. And it's a lovely one to shout, like, eat shit and die. You know, it's it lends itself to being very loud when you do it. And then we have pussy ass bitch. And that is one that has also... It's an easy one to shout. Oh, you're just a pussy-ass bitch. And it's nice that you get to have a little pause in between pussy and ass and a little pause between ass and bitch. I can't believe I just said that, but I did. <laughs> a pause between pussy and ass. My God, there's so many ways to listen to that sentence. So, you're not a bitch. You're not a pussy. You're a fucking pussy-ass bitch. People often use it when they're starting a fight. If you want to goad a person into a fight, You call him a coward, you call him a bitch, or you call him a pussy ass bitch. So that was number twenty-one. Alright, number twenty-two. Very straightforward, very simple, I'm sure you know this one. Piss off. Piss off. Leave me alone. Oh, Can you just piss off please? Oh, Does he ever piss off? And we use piss off when a person is annoying us, when a person is bothering us, Uh, not much to say there, not much to say about it, very common piss I guess we could talk about the pronunciation of piss so piss can be a verb and a noun to piss is to urinate to go to the toilet Uh, only a number one uh, not to take a dump or anything and then as a noun it is we it's urine it's a slang term for urine you know you can have a piss test at work or if you go to prison they'll probably give you a piss test and that's when they test your urine for any drugs So if someone says piss off Piss Don't forget that Like piss off A lot of people will say it very quickly Piss off Piss off I prefer piss off You know I like to get the off strong I I like to get a strong O when I say it So repeat after me Piss off Piss off Piss off Piss off you pussy ass bitch Oh lots of P's and B's in that one Piss off You pussy ass bitch. There's a good one for you. That's a good tongue twister, isn't it? Okay, moving on. Number 23. This is a bad one, folks. Um, So there's times when you need to swear uh, because you're angry, because you banged your knee against something or you step on a Lego, you open the door and it hits your toes, you uh, stub your toe on the... uh, table or something on the corner of a wall you know all these things or you're walking and you just like twist your ankle and you're like oh that really hurt and you know there's many different things that we can say in that situation and it's an involuntary swear generally speaking it's an involuntary one we don't mean to say it but it just comes out and a great one in those situations depending who you're with i'll add all of these come a disclaimer use them in your own bloody Use it carefully, I will say, under your own, uh, I forget the word, responsibility, whatever it may be. But if you suddenly hurt yourself and you need to swear and you don't want to say fuck because that's the most common one. Number 23, cunt flaps. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Cunt flaps. Oh, cunt flaps. Oh, I'm pissed off. Now, that is an extreme way of saying you're pissed off. Like if you really hurt yourself, oh, cunt flaps, I just hit my knee on the fucking wall, it hurts like a motherfucker. That's a good one, hurts like a motherfucker, I should add that to my list. So cunt flaps, say it when you are angry, when you just hurt yourself, when you involuntary swear or something. And cunt, just in case you're wondering, is a slang word for vagina and the flaps well i'm gonna let you figure that one out yourself kids so cunt flaps sometimes i say it not too common and that leads me to number 24 which number 24 we'll just say tits tits t-i-t-s number 24. and uh tits referring to the female anatomy and uh yeah it's just something that we say if you hurt yourself if something goes bad oh tits Very, very tame compared to cunflaps. In fact, it's so tame, I've heard people in professional settings say it. Ah, tits, that's annoying, isn't it? So, tits is bad, all right? Now, this is a very interesting one, and we're actually gonna finish with 25 because it is incredibly related to 24. Not so related that you'll be inbred, what? But, tits is bad, number 24, the tits is good. The tits. Or oh, this meal is the tits. That means this meal is the best. It's so strange how we use it like that. Tits, bad. The tits, good. Oh, this meal is tits. This meal is terrible. This meal is the tits. This meal is the best. So a real interesting way to use it. So tits is bad cunt flaps is terrible like absolutely horrendous be very careful how you use that but the tits incredibly positive so when was the last time you saw a movie that you could say wow that movie is the tits when's the last time you went to a restaurant wow that restaurant is the tits and when's the last time you had something so bad that your one reaction could have been tits God, that's annoying. Tits. Beautiful words. Okay, folks. Well, that's it for today. That is 25 of my favourite swear words, insults, idioms, bad language, whatever you want to fucking call it. And this is only part one. I'm planning to go to 100. I will probably do 25 per episode. So three more episodes coming your way very, very soon all about Bad English. You know the English that you shouldn't use in public? Well, the English that people say you shouldn't use in public, but we all fucking do it. That's what I'm here to teach you now. And I know a lot of you have been looking for this type of English, so please, do me a favour and tell a friend. Before I wrap it up, number one, I hope you piss needles. Number two, as much charisma as a beige wall. Three, I envy people who do not know him, you or her. Four, if I wanted to listen to an asshole, I would have farted. Five, go piss up a rope. Six, I hope you shit a pineapple. Seven, I hope you shit a hedgehog. Eight, go scratch your ass with a broken bottle. Nine, oh boy, the best part of you ran down your father's leg. Ten, you should have been swallowed. Jesus, that's a bad one, isn't it? Numbers nine to twelve are definitely up there with the worst. So 10, you should have been swallowed. 11, you're a walking advertisement for Jorex. 12, you're a walking advertisement for abortion clinics. 13, go play in traffic, let the adults talk. Number 14, eat shit and die. Great for shouting, go out and say that a few times. Number 15, eat a bag of dicks. Number 16, go sit on a cactus. Number 17, I have neither the time nor crayons to explain this to you. Number 18, I'd rather shit on my hands and clap. I'd rather shit on my hands and clap than listen to that dickhead turn off the TV. Number 19, I'm just wondering, are your parents related or something? Like, like what's going on here? Number 20, fucking marvellous. Number 21, Pussy Ass Bitch. Oh, you're just a pussy ass bitch. You don't got the courage to stand up to me. Let's fucking go. Oh, fuck you, you pussy ass bitch. And that was number 21. Then we got to number 22, Piss Off. Beautiful one, just piss off, leave me alone. Number 23, <laughs> Cunt Flaps. Yes, Cunt Flaps. I have said that in public, and I'm going to publish it on the internet. Cunt Flaps. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Something really bad, conflaps. flaps, that's annoying. Definitely do not use that one at work. Uh, number 24, tits for bad, and number 25, the tits for great. Well, needless to say, this podcast has been the tits. You know, this podcast has been a lot of fun to record, and I'm very excited to do more of these in the future. So, please, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. And um, if you have someone you don't like, Share it with them and tell them, uh, I thought of you when Ronan spoke about number nine. You know, that's something that you could do. So send that to your enemy. Send that to a person you don't like. Oh, man, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it really reminded of you, particularly number nine. Give it a listen. And if you're wondering, number nine is the best part of you ran down your father's leg. Big insult. Horrible one but yeah do me a favor share it with people do me a favor leave a comment comments are helpful helps me get noticed you know I saw a comment recently it made me smile a person let me know they commented thank you because I don't know where people comment I don't know how to check comments on podcasts or or anything like that I'm not very good at what I do Uh, I like to record and publish but I'm not very good at the whole uh, promoting or interacting or that kind of stuff but yeah if you could drop me a comment that would be wonderful hit me up in the telegram group please do join my telegram little seal english instagram all that stuff is there too all the links are in the bio are in the description of this podcast and um of course i must send you to my website LittleSealEnglish.com. and on that website i have a giveaway not so much a giveaway i have a document that you can download i have an ebook i would love for you to download it if you download it i get your email address i get to email you i get to give you english tips and of course the end goal i'm not gonna fucking lie i get to advertise to you which is key because you know i gotta eat (laughs) man's gotta eat folks so overall long story short this podcast is part one of part of four parts i imagine that's what i'm thinking of could easily turn this into a course the swearing english course or motherfucking english course or something But yeah, 100 episodes. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't believe it. I really, really can't. And you know, this episode is going to be well over 40 minutes at this stage, which I'm happy with. Some episodes are very short. But if you ever have a request for a website, that's where you go to my website. And at the very top of my website, it says podcast requests. So make sure to hit that and give me a request. Let me know what I can teach you. I am here to help you learn English. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ronan. I am from Ireland. I live in Canada. Why did I move to Canada? Mountains and marijuana. Beautiful place for both of them. Come join me. Let's have a joint together. Let's have a beer. Let's have a coffee or a tea together or just a water, whatever it is you want. Hit me up, folks. Hope you're happy. Hope you're healthy. Hope you're prosperous. I hope you do not have to shit on your hands and clap. I hope you do not eat shit and die. I hope you do not shit on a pineapple. Or sit on a hedgehog. Yes. Or shit a hedgehog. What was the other one? To sit on a something. I can't remember off the top of my head. I have it all written down. Anyways. Don't be a pussy ass bitch. Go grab life by the balls. And have some fun. Thank you all so much. Bye. For now.